0: Hello and welcome to the McTaggart Attack Podcast, Trivial Nonsense Friday for April 19th, 2019. It's also episode 117, I think. I don't know. I should know. It's my podcast after all. I should know these things. How the fuck is everybody doing? That's good. I'm glad. Don't all don't all talk back at once. It's fine. I I really hope someone's listening to this podcast and hears me ask, "How is everybody doing?" And then you reply back and you realize that you're talking to a podcast. I think that would be pretty funny, right? Not funny, fr- right? Right. Then you reply back to that, too. That, Oh, my God. That would be awesome. Let me know if you did that. Let me know. Talk to me in some way. You know, you can message me, however. Text me if you have my number. Send me a Facebook message. Or post on my Facebook page. Tweet at me at KevMcT. The McTaggart Attack Podcast has a Facebook page. Just look it up. It's McTiger attack. I think, is how you look it up. Um, oh, and the email. The email is Attack at gmail.com. So that's fun. The fuck am I going to talk about today? I know I'm going to talk about Tiger Woods winning the Masters, but I'll talk about that later. What happened this week that... Oh, man. Peter Pardo told me that I should talk about this, and I apparently listened to everything that he has to say. We were we, He runs the uh, Lebanon Salt Hill Comedy Open Mic on the first and third Monday of every month. So it was this past Monday was the third Monday of April. And five minutes or so before the open mic is to start, he asks me and Brian Munder if either one of us want to host. And at first I'm like, no. And then he asked Brian and he didn't really want to do it. And then I thought, well, Brian did it last month. And I'm like, you know what? I'll change my mind. Fuck it, I'll do it. So I I hosted the open mic. And there were these people sitting at the front of the room who were friends of another comedian, and these people were just so fucking obnoxious. I hate hecklers who think they're helping when they're not helping at all. Like, if you're gonna like talk to the comedians unsolicited and you think that you're helping and you actually think that you're helping. And you say that you're helping. Hey I'm helping. You're not helping. You're never helping. If you say that you're helping. Especially if you blurt out drunk. That you're helping. You're definitely not fucking helping. Only talk if spoken to. Directly. You're not helping most comedians. If all you do is fucking blurt out all the fucking time. The funniest moment, though, we had—I think—the funniest moment in the history of the Lebanon Open Mic, the comedy Open Mic, happened because of those jackasses in front. One of the nicest guys I know, Tom Zudemeister. He 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 shows up to almost every open mic that he He's been trying to do stand-up comedy for a few years now. He's trying though. He's out there trying. I'm not going to rip him for anything. He's trying though. Because this is scary for some people. And he's out there. He's he's out there doing it. He loves to do it. And I don't want to steal joy from anyone. But he's one of the nicest guys I know. And well there's two things that, that Tom did. At the open mic. That were hilarious. One comedian was talking about vaginas. And he was mispronouncing it. I'm pretty sure it was on purpose or something. And then Tom just just yells out, Just yell pussy! And we we're all like, wow, okay. That's cool. And not cool at the same time. I don't know. Is it okay? I mean, you can yell out penis, so I guess it's okay to yell out pussy. But is penis... Well, vagina would be more appropriate to say if you're going to yell out penis. I don't know. Dick is probably... Dick, Dick is probably the equivalent to pussy. Where the hell am I going with this? So that was one of the things that Tom did. And then when Tom took had his stage time, these people were still heckling. And he said one of like the funniest things that I've ever heard him say, or anyone say, really. He like goes to them, because they were talking. He's like, look, why don't you put your name on the... Hold on. Sorry. He says, look, why don't you put your name on the list to come up on stage or else you can just shush. And when he said shush, when he said shush, I about lost my shit. I almost fell off my chair after he yelled shush. He had no problem. Blurting out "pussy," <laughs> but he he yelled out "shush," and it's still it's been almost a week. It's been a few days since that happened, and I'm still laughing my ass off about Tom yelling "shush." <laughs> Usually, with I'm with I'm yelling at hecklers, it's "shut the fuck up," but like, oh my god, "shush" was hilarious. Man, that was so good. That was so good. Was my... I talked to Peter the next day, and we both agreed that that is the greatest moment in the history of the Lebanon comedy open mic at Salt Hill in Lebanon. Did I say Lebanon enough times there? Like, Holy shit, man. Wow. That was good stuff. It was, It was a fun time. Just, just the way he blurted out shush was just magical and hilarious all at the same time. <laughs> um. You shouldn't say um, Kevin. People on Reddit don't like it when you say um. Well, one guy didn't like it when I said um, but. I don't know what the fuck else to say. What's on my mind? I. I um, know I talked about it a few weeks ago in a podcast about how much I hate the fact that I still drink, or how I wanted to quit drinking, and at that time, I was still drinking, and then, but I was in a pretty bad mood when I when I talked about it then, you know, it was like a Saturday night, and I wanted to drink, but I couldn't, so I just vented into the podcast, And I don't know if anyone liked it. I don't care. Um, But I am happy to say. That I have quit drinking. Since this past. Friday night. So I'm. I'm at six nights. Six days now. And I'll be through seven days tomorrow. So. And that's good. And I think it's better. I felt like it was. It's working better for me, quitting, when you're in a good mood, as opposed to when you're in an angry mood. And one thing I'm doing is I'm tweeting at Kev KevMcTee every morning, hey, like the first night, the first, uh, that Sunday morning, I tweeted, hey, over one night of, over one day of not of never drinking again, or at least for now. And I've done that for like the past couple days. And I've had some people reach out to me on DMs and tell me about their stories and stuff. I don't want to reveal it because it was direct messages. And I've had people congratulate me and motivate me. And it that really helps. It's, that's what's been helping me is like to tweet about it every day. It holds me accountable. But one other good thing with Twitter Twitter by the way follow me at KevMcT. have I said that already I don't care someone sent me a DM and mentioned an an audiobook it's a regular book too but it's an audiobook from someone uh, the author is Annie grace and uh, she has a book why well, can't I It's called This Naked Mind. This Naked Mind. And it's a book about alcoholism and sobriety and stuff like that. And she gives a lot of great facts about alcohol. And, you know, she just mentions all the bad stuff about alcohol. She even talks um, about, you know, how wrong AA is. And it just gives a good way for for you, for anyone to want to, like, if they want to quit drinking, and I'd been conflicted about it for for a while, because I wanted to quit drinking, but part of me didn't, and this book has helped me realize that, like, consciously, I wanted to quit drinking, but subconsciously, I still wanted to drink, and... Basically, the book, you know, explains how alcohol is just poison. One thing that I think did it for me was when she said that the gas that we put in our car is the same ethanol that we drink. I mean, there's a lot more ethanol that you put into a car than you would drink. But still, it's it's poison. You're poisoning yourself whenever you fucking drink. So I definitely don't think I'm going to drink anymore, thanks to that book. And I'm also thinking that I might do a series of podcast episodes where I talk about my path to sobriety. Yeah, I might do that. Maybe after a couple months, after I've not drank for a couple months, because I can't just say, "Hey, I've been d- not drinking for a week. Here's what I did." No. No, I'll um, I'll probably maybe in a few months from now, when I'm still not drinking. Hopefully, I'll do a po- series of podcast episodes to explain my story and stuff like that. Maybe maybe people would like that. Might motivate some people. Might, you know. I I could be a role model. And it got me thinking about other role model stuff too, about like being gay. But I need to come out to my parents first before I do that. And I doubt they're listening to this podcast and they're not listening to this podcast. So don't fucking tell them. If you're listening to this podcast and you know that my parents don't know, don't fucking tell them. You know who you are. I have to tell them because it's my thing. It's not your thing. (sighs) Well, I, uh, watched the final round of the 2019 masters. Uh, holy shit. Oh my gosh. That was that was awesome. To see Tiger Woods win a major again. I think it had been since 2008 that he did that. I watched most of it today. I went for a run for about an hour. But then watched the rest of it. I I was, I was glad that it was like in the morning that they did it because of the uh, thunderstorms they were supposed to get later that day. Is there a conspiracy to that? Did they do that on purpose so Tiger would win to help him out because maybe they thought he'd play better in the morning? There's a conspiracy. Anyone can have a stupid conspiracy about anything. I don't even know if that's a conspiracy, but I'm just. Wow. It was. It was great. It was nerve wracking. It was nerve wracking to watch. Because he was down. He was behind. For most of it. He didn't take the lead, I think, until. The 15th hole? Maybe the. I forget which hole it was. Yeah, he he took the lead by himself on the 15th hole. And then on the 16th, the par 3, he almost gets a hole in one. That was just sort of like a hold my beer moment for Tiger. Wow. And then I w- I found it very nerve-wracking. I've always I'm always very Nerve-wracked, if that's even the word, whenever I watch my sports teams or athletes that I, like, perform. My my initial thought is, like, how are they going to fuck this up? That's how much faith I have in, in my favorite sports athletes or teams. Because every short putt, I'm thinking, oh, my God, what if he misses this? Oh my god, what if he misses this? And he didn't. He made all the putts that he had to make. Everybody else fucked up. Everyone else did. I remember watching ESPN this morning and they did a. um, They did a piece on. How difficult the 15th hole is and how much of a difference that hole can make. I feel like. The twelfth hole, the hundred and fifty-something yard par three. Watched that uh, piece on ESPN this morning and said, "Here, hold my beer," because what was it? Of the last six players in the last three gr- in the last two groups, I think uh, four of them ended up in the water. And four of them ended up with double bogey. Tiger just hit his in the middle of the green and got his par. Wow. That hole was a game changer. The 12th hole was a, was a real game changer in my opinion. My gosh. Wow. Just, just, it was just amazing to watch. Man, I'm giving wonderful commentary. I'm trying to think of what else, but yeah, I was just i w- I was just astounded that that Tiger Woods won, and you won a major and i I had been saying, I don't know if I've ever said it on the podcast yet, but I told friends and everyone like like last year when he was when he was back, I'm like he's not gonna be officially back until he wins a major. And boy, did he win one today! So I think it's safe to say now that that, according to me, anyway. I mean, other people, I don't care, but my opinion. In my opinion, Tiger Woods is definitely back now. That was amazing. I was crying towards the end on the eighteenth. After the eighteenth hole, when he was done, I was crying. It was. It was a. Tear jerky moment seeing him hug his kids and to see him finally look so happy and like th- this huge burden had been taken off his back it's just wow that was just it was just great i don't know if he's going to win any other majors i don't know if he has to at this point but it would be neat to see him do it to get to at least nineteen majors, he could definitely do it. Hell, he's probably the favorite to win the other three majors this year: the the, the PGA Championship, which is in, which is in May now. That's at Bethpage Black. It's a turn. That's a course he's won at before. And then the U.S. Open in June is at Pebble Beach. That's a course he's won at before. And then the British Open. I don't think that course hasn't been in a rotation. I don't even know what the name of the course is. But I definitely... He's got to be a front runner for all of these now. I mean, holy shit. It's just amazing. Wow. Okay, I think that's all I have about Tiger winning the, the Masters. But yeah, I'm, it was great. Yeah, it's got to be... Right now, it's the sports story of the year. This could be it. This could be the sports story of the year. Tiger winning the Masters. He hasn't won a Masters since 2005. So it's been 14 years since he last won a Masters. Which is the record of of gap gaps between Masters wins... And it's been 11 years since he won a major. It's awesome. Wow, all the shit he went through, all the uh, <laughs> all the women he slept with. But to like redeem himself, like he he he, he definitely hit bottom in 2017 when he got arrested. But he's, that's what happened. He hit bottom and now he's risen to the top. And that's, that's so awesome. So freaking awesome. Very happy for Tiger. I look forward to see how he does the rest of the year. And for years to come, because he's only 43. And that's not old. That's not old. It's not old. I'm 42. He's not old. Enough of that bullshit. I mean, no one's saying it, but like I'm saying that he's not old. One last thing I wanted to talk about regarding Tiger Woods uh, was something that uh, uh, my friend Sean Keating wanted me to talk about for what's pissing you off Wednesday but I told him I was talking about Tiger Woods in my Friday episode so uh, I'll talk about it now um, he apparently he brought up the fact that people are poo-pooing Tiger Woods's comeback Tiger Woods' win at the Masters on Sunday I didn't really see that many people fucking do that but It did kind of annoy me to see some people post on Facebook about, um, oh, who cares if Tiger Woods fucking won the Masters? Oh, boy. Oh, boy, a sporting event happened. Listen, if you're on social media, okay, and you're sick of everyone posting the same thing on social media, if you see a lot of, for instance, if you see a lot of people post about Tiger Woods winning on social media, then that means all those people are watching. So what are they going to do? They're going to post on social media. If you hate the fact that you see so many goddamn posts on Facebook or Twitter, maybe you should fucking quit Facebook or fucking quit Twitter. All right? Maybe you shouldn't be looking at Facebook all the fucking time. You know? Maybe you should move on with your fucking life. Some of us haven't. Some of us need to look at Facebook and Twitter to keep our lives normal. But no, if you don't like the fact that someone's posting on social media, apparently you don't get what social media is all about. All your friends are going to post stuff. And if you don't like it, then you don't have to look at it. Well, that's uh, today's uh McTaggart Attack Podcast. Uh, thank you for listening for Trivial Nonsense Trivial Nonsense Friday. For April 19th, 2019. And I think, actually, you know what? I want to hearken back on this for just a second. You can't complain about someone posting shit on Facebook. Like, like the people, I think I complained about this on What's Pissing You Off Wednesday, but this is still pissing me off. that Someone complained, someone I know on Facebook, I don't want to mention his name. He mentioned how he was sick and tired of seeing all the Game of Thrones posts Sunday afternoon. Because it's the final season. It was the first episode of the final season um, this past weekend. And this person posts a shitload of stuff about The Walking Dead. Isn't that the same fucking thing, you goddamn hypocrite? He also posts a lot of stuff about Alabama football. Gee whiz, if you're going to complain about people posting a lot of stuff about one topic, maybe you shouldn't. And that's the bottom line if you smell what the McTaggart Attack podcast is cooking. Hit my music.